0: Hello, brothers and sisters. Thank you for joining me once again on this Tuesday. We're talking about covenant praying. Father, Lord, let the entrance of thy words give it light. Father, let understanding come to my brothers and sisters. Cause them to be built up, edified, Lord Jesus, blessed to the fullest, Lord. Cause them to have a complete and full revelation, Lord, of what it means, Lord Jesus, to enter into covenant, Lord, with you. Father, let the blessings of the Lord overtake my brothers and sisters in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I pray. Amen. Brothers and sisters. One place in the book of Samuel, right? You A lot of you know the story. Even if you're not a Christian, you have probably heard of the story about David, a little bitty fella. Being a giant in battle. But. If you go back and read the story, I think it's in the in First Samuel, around the sixteenth chapter. You can start at the sixteenth chapter and just start reading till you find it. It'll be either from the sixteenth through the eighteenth chapter somewhere in there in First Samuel. But it's a good thing to read it right because what that story illustrates is that covenant is more powerful than statue. You you could be a big man. You could be uh, uh, full of muscles and work out and can and and all that. See, one one thing people miss it. They draw. I was watching a biblical thing they did one year, and they had Samson looking like The Rock or whatever, looking like Arnold Schwarzenegger. And uh, they missed it on that. Samson was a small fella. Ask the Lord to show it to you. That's what made it so m- remarkable. They like. Why is this little bitty fella killing all of us like that you know Samson is the guy his strength was in his hair to you, those of you who don't really know who that is and they draw him see, see the natural man man is uh, he thinks in the natural so he thinks is this big old dude running around whooping everybody but see it was just like David it was a little fella doing great works So that God could get the credit one place when the man Gideon was in the Bible. God told him he had too many troops. Because he said if he let them win with too many troops. They was going to think that they won because they outnumbered the enemy. Well, he wanted them to be so few in number. So when they win the war that that he could get all the credit that God could get all the credit. So I want you to have a revelation of that. God takes joy in taking a small flock or taking a person that is outnumbered or whatever and making them great because they are in agreement with him. I want you to remember that God wants to take a person that's people say, well, against all laws, he can't be saved. Against all laws, this marriage can't be repaired. Against all laws, this body can't be healed. Against all laws, this person can't can't come out of poverty. See, that's what God won't, he'll take a person that looks like they can't do it, it looks like it's impossible, but the only possibility is their covenant with him. And when they confess Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, and when they begin to confess and profess what he has said concerning them and their case, God takes great pleasure And bringing it to pass. He takes great pleasure in putting you over. He takes great pleasure when the doctor says. This person has stage four cancer. And there's no way they're going to live. And then the person get a revelation of the word of the Lord. That by his stripes they are healed. And they begin to keep confessing it. And confessing it until faith come. Confessing it and confessing it until faith come. The Korean other healing scriptures. Not just that one until faith come is simply by their confidence in their covenant. The word covenant means agreement. And it also means to cut Jesus was cut so that you might be healed. See, and he take great pleasure and and see when you believe in the agreement, that's his satisfaction. His satisfaction is your belief. That's your part of the covenant. He did the other part. Your part is the believing and faith. That's why it says without faith it's impossible to please God. So you have to pray the covenant. So in Genesis nine, right at verse one, listen closely. And God blessed Noah and his sons and said unto them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. And the fear of you and the dread of you shall be upon every beast of the earth. Remember brothers and sisters in the beginning, God gave man dominion over everything in the earth, beasts and everything. That's why snakes, all that stuff, they are naturally afraid of you. Animals are naturally afraid of you. Matter of fact, when they don't be afraid of you, that's a sign that you want to get from under that little curse there because the serpents would not bite the children of Israel until they got out of covenant. See what I'm saying? But then God even had a solution from that for that. He told them, if you get bit, hold up that brass serpent. And whoever look at the brass serpent, that brass serpent represented Jesus on the cross. When you look at Jesus on the cross, you're going to live, even if you've been bit. Anyway, I can't get into all that I want to, but let me keep going. So in the fear of you and the dread of you shall be upon every uh, uh, be shall be upon every beast of the earth, and upon every fowl of the air, upon all that move it upon the earth, and upon all the fishes of the sea, into your hand are they delivered. Every moving thing that liveth shall be meat for you, even as the green herb have I given you all things. So he told them right there, some people believe you can't eat all the meats, and all that, but you can that was the other part was given to the Jews under their covenant. In the in this beginning, he said anything that liveth, everything that moves you can eat, and the herb. See in the beginning he only gave him the herb right here. He said everything. I I, I even delivered the beast into your hand. But listen, but flesh with the life thereof, which is the blood thereof, shall ye not eat? So stop eating the blood. You know what I mean? They even said that in Acts in the 15th chapter. Don't eat that blood. See, that blood, the life is in the blood. The blood represent the life of God. Now listen closely. But the flesh with the life thereof, which is the blood thereof, you shall not eat. And surely your blood of your lives will I require. At the hand of every beast will I require it. And at the hand of man... At the hand of every man's brother will I require the life of man. Whoso sheddeth man's blood, by man shall his blood be shed. For in the image of God made he man. You're made in God's image. Isn't that so? And you, be ye fruit and multiply, bring forth abundantly in the earth and multiply therein. Now they'll tell you to get abortion, don't multiply. See what I'm saying? (laughs) And that'll bring a curse. When you kill babies, shedding their blood, the women have to have the blood come out. I don't want to get into that, but you, you you can see where I'm going with that. Now let's get into this covenant thing at verse 8. And God spake unto Noah and to his sons with him, saying, And I, behold, I establish my covenant with you and with your seed after you, and with every living creature that is with you of the fowl of the cattle and of every beast of the earth with you, from all that go out of the ark to every beast of the earth. And I will establish my covenant with you. Neither shall all flesh be cut off anymore by the waters of a flood. So God made an agreement that he won't destroy man by the waters of a flood. And the agreement was initiated in the chapter before that, when Noah built the altar and sacrifice unto the Lord. See, a blood sacrifice always initiated a response from the Lord. A sacrifice in general. I'm going to get into that later. Neither shall there any more be a flood to destroy the earth. And God said, this is the token of the covenant, which I make between me and you and every living creature that is with you for perpetual generations. I do set my bow in the cloud and it shall be for a token of a covenant between me and the earth. And it shall come to pass when I bring a cloud over the earth that the bow shall be seen in the cloud and I will remember my covenant, which is between me and you and every living creature of all flesh and the water shall no more become a flood to destroy all flesh. Hallelujah. Brothers and sisters, when you see that that's a representative of one covenant, I got a lot to say, but I'm out of time. Be blessed.